0: What you've never done before, so you can be the woman you know yourself to be.
1: I live my life playing to
0: win. I'm after something. So much in you. Keep on we have the victory. Hey purpose chasers, welcome to another episode of the Pray Plan Slave Podcast. And today I have with me Miss Ashley Record. Ashley is a Christian mindset coach that teaches ambitious Christian women how to get out of their own way so that they can consistently complete their God-given assignments. After conquering her mind through her relationship with God, she was able to change her habits and accomplish the goals she'd been dreaming about for years. Ashley went from doubting herself to becoming an author of five books within 12 months, selling over a thousand copies of her work, launching Christian apparel brands with her own designs, and also coaching dozens of other women in the same position she once was. The women she's worked with are now living the life of their dreams as authors and entrepreneurs because they invested in their personal development through her transformational services. Let's welcome Ashley to the podcast. Ashley, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. We are so happy to have you here. Listen, we just heard the amazing things that you've done that you've accomplished from your bio. But before we get into the nitty gritty of this interview, I want you to tell us a fun fact about you that is not in your bio. Okay, absolutely. So
1: it might sound a little crazy, but um, one thing that people are always surprised to learn is that I actually microwave my ice cream. Um, before I eat it, like <laughs> now, if I buy the ice cream, like from Culver's or something like that, it's already soft. But like buying the frozen Briars ice cream where it's like super solid and hard for some reason, I just don't I don't like that. So I have to put it in the microwave for like 10, 15 seconds. And um,
0: yeah, that's how I
1: eat my ice cream. <laughs>
0: So you are like a soft serve girl then you like, yes, you like ma'am. that soft ice cream. Yes. All I, the way. I will say I'm with you because when I was younger, I, I, w- I was fine. Like, you know, I'll just go, I'll eat the ice cream. Maybe I had more wrist strength to sort of, <laughs> than I do now, but now, right. you know, you get impatient. You're like, I don't have all day to wait for you right. to, The frost a little bit. i yes. so it in the microwave, take it back yep. out. Now I remember the first time I did that. I I did wasn't paying attention and I made definitely made a milkshake. (laughs) It was not my intention. (laughs) Definitely done that before. (laughs) All right, Ashley, thank you for that fun fact. Now you are a Christian mindset coach. I love this. Title. Tell me what led you to this career path. Oh, thank you so
1: much. First of all, just for loving the title, I cannot tell you how many times I have had to like defend what it is that I do. Um, and honestly, what led me to do this was God. Um, it was nothing that I sought out ahead of time, it was totally Um, an authentic type of like push from God to get out of my own way um, and master my own mindset first. And then there were just a lot of my sister friends who were like, Ashley, you've helped me, you know, through so many of my own problems. You've taught me how to believe in myself. Your story is an inspiration for me. And I feel like you really need to kind of do this for more women. Um, and so just from like, you know, my prayer time with God, my friends, my family and all of those pushes, 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 I decided to step into coaching. Yeah, that's that's what, you know, kind of led me totally God. <laughs>
0: I love that God led you to this because I feel like mindset is really the number one thing that's holding us back just generally in life. God has empowered us so much to do so many different things. And I feel like the only thing that really holds us back is ourselves. Yes. It's the negative thinking. It's, you know, not believing who God said we are. So the fact that God said, you know what, Ashley, I'm going to need you to put some kingdom mindsets back on track. Yes. I love that. (laughs) Thank you. Amen. Thank you. So you mentioned, you know, your friends were telling you that you had this amazing journey. Tell us about the journey to transforming your mindset and how you got to where you are today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I was a young mom. I had my first child at 19. And of course, like there were, you know, hardships. There were times where we didn't have money. And I was kind of, I knew God. I always knew God. But I feel like I always say like my mom and my dad introduced me to God, but I didn't really get to know him until he saved me, like for myself, if that makes sense. And so like in those seasons where I was a single mom, and I was going through, you know, trying to get to school, and I didn't have a car trying to provide for my son, and we didn't really have consistent income. And all that I had to rely on was my faith, my relationship with God, my connection to him, my belief in his word, that is really what sustained me in those seasons. And then in 2014, that's, 2014, it was actually October twelfth. So I just had my kind of like coming into purpose anniversary. October 12th, 2014, yes. So around the month before September of 2014, my pastor at the time had this amazing idea. And I say amazing very loosely that all of the all of the adults over the age of 18 were going to deliver the word of God. On a given Sunday that he selected. And and so at that time, like I, I had my personal relationship with God. Like I said, I was always the one that my friends called on for encouragement. Um, If they had something that they were working to accomplish, I would be the one to talk to about strategies and techniques and things like that. But I never really did it, you know, for anybody else or on a large platform. I never thought about being a coach, a pastor, anything like that. And so when he said everybody over the age of 18 is going to stand in front of the congregation and minister the word of God as given to each individual person, I said, okay, well, this will be my last time attending this church because there is no way I would ever. Um, I was super shy. Um, Of course, I had all of those mindset things. I'm not good enough. Who am I to tell a story? I'm unmarried. I'm a single mom. Just so many different things that were going through my mind. And, you know, again, going back to my personal relationship with God, my, my tribe, you know, they believed in me and they were like, Ashley, um, this, this is what you need to do. This is, this is an opportunity that God is giving you. Um, and so I, I went for it. I, I prayed, I fasted, I pressed into God's presence. And the day came and I stood before the church and I ministered the word of God. And it was absolutely life changing. And from there, I got all these like speaking engagements. I started hosting my own workshops in 2018. And my dream was just to do that one workshop where I was helping women who had a vision, who had a dream, who had goals they wanted to accomplish. And they were really, really good at putting those goals on um, a vision board at the beginning of the year, but they weren't actually accomplishing those goals throughout the year so that they could have some success. And so I did this workshop one time in 2018, and all of the women who attended, there were 25 women, and they were like, we need this to be an annual thing. And so that's what it turned into. And then last year during the pandemic, um, God made it very clear to me that some of the dreams that he gave me to write a book, to, you know, start working with women on a more intimate level, not just having the one time a year workshops, but actually working with them as a coach, etc. I was not doing those things. And I'm asking God, well, you know, I don't have a platform. I don't have the resources. God show me what it is that's in my way so that I can deal with those things. You know, like God remove the obstacle from my path so that I can be impactful the way that you're telling me you've created me to be. And like Shantae, God said the obstacle was me. God said my mindset was like what was causing me not to prosper. And so, um, again, during the pandemic, I had to do that mindset work. I had to get back into the word. I had to build up my confidence in who God called and created me to be. And then I had to take action. And it wasn't about being brave. It was literally about um, moving outside of my fear, moving outside of my what if I fail? What if no one supports me? I only have 200 followers on Instagram. What if, you know, only my family purchases my book? What if no, like I had to move out of that and just ask and just say, what if I succeed? And so I took the action. I I worked on my first book. It took me about seven days. I had someone edit it. I designed it. I formatted it, things I had never even dreamt of doing. I was doing those things. I always thought about writing a book, but I had been putting it off because I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I didn't have a large enough platform. And I published my book. And within the first four months, I sold close to 300 copies. And it's like, I know that there are so many other women who are in the same place that I used to be, where they too have that God-given idea, those God-given projects. And they may have started, like I started writing on my books years ago, but I never actually finished because I was the weapon formed against me, causing myself not to prosper. And that's now what I do as a coach. I teach women how to deal with them so that they too can be successful as God, you know, intends. So yeah,
0: that's my journey. (laughs) You said something so profound at the end there. You said, I was the weapon formed against myself, causing yes. myself not to prosper. And what I enjoyed about your journey, it, it is that God, when He tells us to do, when He gives us instruction, He does everything else. We just have to do the instructions. And listening to your story reminds me of when I started the podcast, After delay, because it was a significant (laughs) delay for reasons that weren't actually like real reasons at the end of the day. And I remember starting the podcast and I'm just like, whoever listens will listen, Lord, and it's up to you. And to think that, you know, that was over two years ago now, this is is episode 106. And amen. And (laughs) the podcast has been listened to in over 83 countries, I think we're at now. That's amazing for me because at the end of the day, I'm still just Shantae from a small island of Bermuda, 65,000 people. And to think that God will take the work that he has given you outside of even what you thought was possible. So that's why your mindset is so important. And when you were talking, I was just glancing over. I'm sitting in my office and a few weeks ago or a few weeks ago, it's October. I'm saying a few weeks ago in June, (laughs) that was more than a few weeks ago. I was blessed to grace the cover of Faith Heart magazine. And I'm still like, I I put it up, I framed it, and I'm still, thank you so much. I'm still amazed at God for doing that because once we are obedient, He lines up everything else.
1: Everything.
0: So much. He's just like, you know what? You just show up, you be consistent, and I will do the rest. So. That is the most important thing. Now, you mentioned that you had this workshop and you helped ladies who were really good at putting together vision boards and yes. not actually good with completing or seeing the vision through. Now, yeah. I know that's going to resonate with so many women. I mean, I have been there and I am a very good you know, vision board or planner, but we, at some point throughout the year, for some reason we struggle to get to the follow through of what we put down so what, what why are some of the reasons that you have seen why why we struggle
1: yeah absolutely so the the blanket reason is procrastination right so we we know what we want to accomplish but we love to say, but I'm a procrastinator. I don't know how to manage my time. I lack discipline. I don't know how to be consistent. That's the blanket, the surface level reason. But as the Christian Mindset Coach, you know what I've noticed and learned just from my own experience and then also working with clients, uh, women like myself, women who are now where I used to be, the real reason why we procrastinate has nothing to do with how we manage our time, contrary to what <clears throat> contrary to what we've been taught. The real reason why we procrastinate has to do with how we manage our mind, our emotions. Procrastination is an emotional response to situations that we really don't wanna deal with. And so when we think about like the goals that we're putting on our vision boards, a lot of those goals seem to be intimidating, right? Like we say, I wanna be an author, but the idea of telling your story or taking the time to complete a book and not knowing whether or not that book is going to be successful is intimidating. That makes people afraid. And so naturally our bodies like uh, psychologically are going to protect us from things that cause us fear. And so if completing the book gives you anxiety if every time you sit down to sit uh, submit the book, to publish the book, or some of my clients have actually published and they have just not marketed their work because they're so afraid of fail That will actually stop you from accomplishing the goal, even though that goal is your God given assignment. Um, And so that's really why it's so important to deal with your mindset first before you try to change your habits, because habits are only the result of your thoughts, your beliefs. So, in order for you to see a change in your habits, you have to first deal with what you believe to be true about yourself. Um, And then you will see the change in your habits, and then you will see the change in your progress.
0: I have never heard somebody explain procrastination as an emotional response. Yes. But that makes so much sense to me because yes. if you're overwhelmed, or at least for me, when I'm overwhelmed, what I want to do is nothing. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's not let's go and approach the thing. It's let's yes. take a break and maybe we try it later yes. or I know one of the excuses I loved when I was in university. I work well under pressure.
1: Yes. I did all the time when I was in college. Yes. So you
0: just leave things to the um, to the end or very close. Mm-hmm. So you stress yourself out even more, psyching yourself exactly. out and it doesn't actually need to be that way. My so the fact that, you know, we take Notice from now, if this is the first time you've heard it, take notice that your procrastination is an emotional response and you need to work on your mindset first before you even build habits. Because you're right. Our habits are a a result of our beliefs. I have taught a few times and I teach in my course and to my clients about limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. and about us going back to the root of our limiting beliefs and why we have them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the reasons why we might have a limiting belief is because our body is protecting us from a perceived failure in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Our mind is just like, nope. So if you've had a bad experience speaking, your mind is going to tell you, I'm not a good speaker and I don't yeah. to speak. And mm-hmm. that would be the same reason why you know, your pastor might say that you need to speak on a Sunday and you said, well, I'm not coming back. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> because our mind is protecting us. But once we understand that our mind is doing its job, but it's not doing the job that God assigned to it. There you go. There you so go. we have say to that. pull ourselves into alignment with exactly what God says, right? Yes. Yes. So, We've talked about, you know, what was holding the woman back from actually completing things. But why do you think as women, especially Christian women, we struggle so much with our mindset? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I think the reason
1: why it's because we We spend, especially as Christian women, like you said, we spend so much time giving, um, giving to other people, giving to our husbands, those of us who are married, our children, um, our families, our employer, our friends, and we really don't take the time to fill our cups up. Um, because it is it is through our personal relationship with God that we're able to establish and create to kind of foster that confidence in who God called us to be, and it's that same confidence that um, shapes our mindset. So on the flip side, if you are you know so busy being a mom, being an entrepreneur, being an employee, and all of these things, you're wearing all of these hats, and you're not intentional about daily taking time to fill your cup, then yes, of course, you'll have mindset issues because you haven't taken the time to nurture your mind. Um, And I always tell my clients, my friends, I tell anybody who will listen, self-care is not just something that should happen on Sunday. Self-care has to happen every single day. Like, please stop waiting until you have time to take care of you. Because if you're not taking care of you, you will not be able to effectively take care of the people that God has assigned. So, yeah, that's definitely why.
0: Yeah, I would say we definitely, as women, I completely agree. We empty our cup regularly. But we, like you said, we don't fill it up. And most of the time we don't notice that that's exactly. the reason we're just experiencing the symptoms, yes. right? So we're wondering why we're tired or why we're overwhelmed or why we're irritable, not realizing that we have given so much and we need to sort, you know, fill our own cup up. And I just started something new that I'm not, I'm not used to doing, and the ministry that I go to, they assigned prayer partners. Nice. So my prayer partner and I decided that we were going to get up on six 30 every morning to pray together, starting on Sunday. And, you know, I got up, I did it on Sunday. And then afterwards, I, I, I remember I was up six 30 on the Sunday. It was the first time. And I said, Lord, you are stretching me because it is Sunday and you have me up here at six 30 AM. <laughs> not my time on a Sunday on a weekday. It's not so bad, but on a weekend, Lord, <laughs> So I got up, I, I um, you know, I did the Bible, I did Bible study, I read my, um, I read my word and then I prayed. And then afterwards I said, okay, I'm going to go back to sleep. And my mind just went back to the scripture um, in the de- uh, the description of the Proverbs 31 women, where it says she, you know, rises before the rest of her household. Mm-hmm. Said, okay, now I'm up, my husband's asleep, we don't have any kids yet. But I know that he has to go play the organ at church and he's got to do two services. So why don't I start cooking breakfast now instead of going back to sleep and then rushing around later? And I did it and I, you know, cook breakfast, start at the laundry. And I was like, this is different. Mm-hmm. This feels different. Mm-hmm. So the next morning I wake up 6.30 again. I pray. I do my devotional, you know, we do all of that. And I go to work and there's peace on me. Yeah, And I'm just like, okay, Lord, I see what you're doing because this is more intentional time with you. Yeah, This is not time with you when I can. Exactly, me taking away time to myself to come spend time with you. And it made such a difference so much. So I got to work on Monday and I'm like, okay, Lord, you know, I've prayed, I've prayed for this office as well. And one of the first things a coworker says, when she walks in, she walks into my office, she says, the next time you're praying, can you pray for me? Mm. And I was like, yeah, of course I can pray for, you know, because people come into my office and I'm just listening to her and I had an appointment and I came back and I said to myself, no, go pray for her now. Not the next time I pray because you know how, you know, just as humans, we say to people, you know, we're praying for you, but are we actually praying for them? Amen. You get me? So I went, you know, I prayed for her right away and I just left it. I said, peace be with you and left it. But God moved in a way that day that I didn't expect. So where I had been seeking him earlier in the morning about whether or not I should do something He did it without me having to ask for it, without me having to go to somebody else and talk about it. He just let it happen. So I think it's really important, like you said, to fill up our cup. What are some of your tips you have for making time for self-care and making sure that we're keeping our cup filled? What tips do you have for that? Yeah, So
1: I believe uh, basically what you described, I believe that self-care and spiritual care are synonymous. So the same way, you know, we always hear like self-care for women, go take a nice bubble bath go get your nails, your hair done, all that stuff is really good. But what are you doing for your soul? What are you doing? You know, like you mentioned that piece, what are you doing? Um, to nurture that peace through your relationship with God. Um, And so for me, just like you described, it really starts with the beginning of your day and your routines. Um, So before I get out of the bed, as soon as I open my eyes, I am expressing gratitude to God. You know, three things I'm thankful for, five things I'm thankful for. And then I have the um, Holy Bible app on my phone. Um, It gives me a notification the first thing in the morning. Now I'm reading the scripture. Um, And it it doesn't take a lot of time. I think a lot of, again, women, because we have so many offices we hold, we start thinking, oh, I have to do something else. I have to get up earlier. It's literally like a five-minute thing that can change the tone of your day. And then if you're intentional about it, just like you described, Shantae, you're intentional about this time with God. He's going to be intentional about filling your cup, and you will feel that peace right away. It's like God is waiting. Waiting for us in, in his, in, in that space, that intentional space that we make for him. And so like, after I read the word, then I am, you know, walking to the bathroom to start my day. And now I'm praying and I'm just talking to God. And the Bible says to pray without ceasing. So like, even when you mentioned that friend, uh, the, the lady at the office, um, and how you made sure to pray for her, like, don't wait for a designated time. Prayer is just literally a sincere thought and you can just have God, you know, you know what she needs. I just pray for her right now. God, I an agreement for your will to be done in her life. Amen. That's it. And that's more than enough. And I think as we are again intentional about that, intentional about talking to God throughout the day, intentional about starting our day with prayer. With gratitude and with reading our word, we'll start to feel more peace. Mm -hmm. We'll start to have more joy, even in uncertain times, even when our faith is being tested. I feel like our relationship with God and our intentional time with Him, that
0: self care, that spiritual care, that is really what sustains us. Yes, that is what is going to sustain you guys. So make sure that you took those tips down so you know how to incorporate that into your everyday life. Now, Ashley, what are some of the examples of how a negative mindset can hold us back?
1: Oh, yeah. So um a lot of a lot of the women I've worked with, and like I said, even where I used to be, they'll feel like I don't have what it takes. So God'll give you an idea, like start a business, and you're like, I don't have what it takes to do that, but you do have the desire to start the business. So you try to get started, right? You try to get going. But because you believe you have what you don't you don't believe you have what it takes to do it you start to be inconsistent or if you know you fail um you launch a program you put a product out there and no one is buying because you already believe that you don't have what it takes now you feel like you have evidence that proves you can't do it right like oh well god I, I stepped out and nobody bought my products or god i put my program out there and nobody signed up So I told you I couldn't do it. I told you I don't have what it takes. Now you've justified the belief and now you are sabotaging your ability to push beyond that. Um, momentary failure and in, in to tap into, you know, the thing that God actually wants you to have, which is success. Um, and then the women um, who always are waiting for things to be perfect. Um, I'm, I have the book that I want to write, but it's just not ready yet. You know, I, I have to add one more thing or I have the business and I have everything all lined up, but there's just one more thing I'm working on. Like the one more thing woman, the woman who's like all the Instagram reels saved to her camera, never published them or published one. Every blue uh, blue moon, not because she doesn't have the content, but because she feels like it has her fixed first. She feels like her hair doesn't look nice or whatever the case is. And so, because you feel like it has to be perfect, again, you're stopping yourself from being consistent, from actually progressing and taking action. Um, And then another mindset is that you need approval from other people, especially as women. We have this thing where we try to make our vision from God like a, a not a conference call is like a one-on-one consultation. We try to make it a group project and we're like, hey, hey friend, let me tell you about this idea that God gave me. How does this sound? And your friend is like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard of. Like, I I don't think you can do that. I don't think that's something that can happen. Girl, what are you talking about? And so now, because you saw validation from other people who never received the vision from God, you're not taking action on your kingdom assignment because you're waiting for a stamp of approval um, that's not going to come. Right. So, um, those are just, you know, three examples of, you know, the mindset, negative mindset that causes us to be inconsistent. Um, when it comes down to doing what God
0: has called us. I loved how you broke that down because every, uh, every version of a woman that you described, I have been at some point in my life. Right. So, just And I think it, it even gets worse now that we have such access to social media because we're also comparing ourselves to what other yes. people are doing. Yes. And I think the lack of, because even if we get started, then it's the, like you said, the consistency. Are we staying consistent? Mm-hmm. And the things that we're telling ourselves that cause us not to be consistent. Like I can't do a video today because my makeup's not done. Mm-hmm. Or my hair is not done or I don't like the outfit where the Lord's just saying, I just asked you to show up and say this for 10 seconds. (laughs) <laughs> I don't care what you look like. And quite frankly, most people don't care what you look like. Exactly. harder on ourselves yes. than anybody else can be. So you've you've told us what it looks like, right? When we are operating in our negative beliefs. So what are your tips to changing your mindset so that you can make that shift from negative to positive and make that shift long lasting? So not just, you know, I'm going to think a positive thought today, Yay, positive thinking, then forget tomorrow.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, see, I love that you said that because I actually do tell my clients to try to take things one day at a time. You know, the Bible tells us to worry about today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. So focus on today, right now, and what you believe to be true about you, and start today building your confidence in what God says, right? So um, we say, I don't have what it takes. What does God say about you, right? God says, Examples. We have so many examples in the Bible of God not calling people who are earthly qualified, right? But he's qualifying them through the call, right? So when we look again through our own personal relationship with God, we see God say that I created you with a purpose. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. I had a purpose and a plan for your life. The assignment that God has given you, the big idea that scares you is, of course, a a part of that purpose and that plan. So if God created you to do this thing, there's no one who can do it better than you. But again, this confidence comes from small, consistent intimacy with God. Um, that's the reason why my coaching program is three months. I know a lot of you know programs, um, four weeks, etc., but with the mindset work. Um, you have to really take small, consistent action to unpack a lot of these deep rooted beliefs that have kept you from doing the things that God has called you to do um, as the woman God created you to be. And so, yeah, it's really, again, being intentional about your relationship with God every day, nurturing that relationship every day, building up that confidence. And while you're building up that confidence, start taking action. The amazing thing, um, I heard on Clubhouse from a phenomenal woman. Her name is Deanna. And she said the opposite of fear is not bravery. The opposite of fear is action. Because when you take action, um, when it comes down to the thing that you're afraid of, when you're taking the action, now you're showing yourself there's not really anything to fear, right? I'm afraid of failing, but when I step out, I may actually succeed. Or even if I do fail, that's actually a good thing because now I have something to learn from. I look at failures as opportunities for me to learn from my mistakes and hopefully do better, but you can't learn anything if you're not doing anything. So um, as you are shifting your mindset, you're building up that confidence, you're also taking intentional action um, with the things that God has called you to do. And that ultimately is what allows you to create that long lasting change um, and become the confident, you know, kingdom achiever you were created to be.
0: Yes, we all need to become that confident kingdom achiever so that we can walk boldly in God's purpose for our lives. Like yeah. Ashley said, you know, if God has ordained you or called you to do something, that's because he knows you can do it. That's so it. I, uh, one of the uh, quotes from the Transformation Conference when I went a few years ago was all I have, it's all I need. Basically what you have now is all you need to get started because God knew exactly what you had when he called you to move. Yes, We have to move like Ashley says, we have to keep on going. So Ashley, you've told us, you know, what it looks like, how to fix it. Now tell us how it looks when you are now confidently- being that kingdom achiever, when you're boldly walking in your purpose? How does that look in your everyday life?
1: Oh my goodness. So, I mean, I still have the nervousness, right? Sometimes I still feel like Um, I hear that quiet voice, like, oh, it's not going to work. Or what if no one buys the program? You probably shouldn't publish that book. What if they don't buy this time? Sometimes that happens. But the louder voice is the one that's telling me, girl, go for it. Girl, just do it. Just put it out there. Because at least God can't say, "Um, I told you to do X, Y, and Z, and you chose to do ABC instead. Like, that's more important to me. Um, And then, so... um, In July, I have been a teacher for the last five years. The last three, I was actually in the classroom. Before then, I was working um, as a teacher's aide, et cetera. Um, And so um, in July, I retired from teaching. I retired myself. Um, And the the reason why is because God was calling me to move full-time in coaching Um, and so a lot of people tell me like, oh, Ashley, tell me about, you know, living a life of purpose now that you're doing it full time. Um, do you feel like, you know, everybody should leave their job? Are you one of those people who are going to tell me that I should leave my nine to five? Absolutely not. It is one of the scariest things I've ever done. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's like you have like the inconsistency, you know, with the income sometimes, et cetera, you have like Um, at your nine to five job, you knew for a fact when you were going to get paid, you knew the um, outcome of the input that you gave, right? With coaching, with walking in your purpose, especially if God has called you to entrepreneurship, you don't always know. You don't have that, um, that comfort, right? But the joy that you feel doing what God created you to do is joy that makes everything else that comes with this lifestyle worth it. The, the peace that I feel when I hear a woman tell me that something that God gave me to share caused a shift in her life, not even just in her mind, but in the way that she's living, right? Dreams that she thought would she would never accomplish, dreams that she thought were impossible to reach. Now, not only is she living those dreams, but she's owning it. And she's confident in her space because I learned how to get out of my own way so that I can show up for her. That makes everything else worth it. Um, So, I mean, like I said, it's not easy. A life of purpose is not easy, but it's not supposed to be, but it's absolutely worth it when
0: you know you're doing
1: what God has called you to do and walking in the fullness of your kingdom
0: assignment. Yes. I love how that looks. And that's what I want for everybody listening to this podcast for you to walk in the fullness of who God has called you to be doing what God has called you to do. Ashley, this has been such a great conversation, such a great interview. Before we go, please tell the Purpose Chasers how they can connect with you and how they can work with you.
1: Yes, absolutely. So just um, connect with me on Instagram. All of my information is on my Instagram page. So Instagram is at Ashley Record. Um, And that's Ashley with two E's. Um, And yeah, I would love to welcome you into my Instagram family um, and all of my services, all of the links, all that good stuff is right there, the link in bio and Instagram. And thank you so much, Shante, for having me. I really enjoyed this.
0: I really enjoyed having you and Purpose Chasers, of course, all of Ashley's links will be in the show notes so you can click and connect with her and tell her that you heard her on the Pray, Plan, Slave podcast. Ashley, again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, sis. I pray that is your prayer. This. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Pray Plan Slave podcast. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Be sure to like and subscribe, and also be sure to leave a comment, leave a review, let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you liked from this episode, what you like from the show. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Podcast, or you can follow me, your host, Shantae Sapphire, at Shantae Sapphire on Instagram. And the podcast is also on Facebook at PrayPlanSlay.com. We're on Twitter at Shantae Sapphire. All that information will be below in the show notes. Thanks again for joining us.